folks, why don't we take a break in negativity for three or four weeks? Doug Ford, let's take a break from the negativity for three or four weeks. Well, of course, what else are we going to do? I mean, what choice do we have? We can just all stay at home and stew. That doesn't sound like much fun. There's all kinds of reasons to be angry, upset, disappointed. You, You can run the gamut of emotions. Here's what I'm here to tell you today is it's not going to help. Here's what's going to help. Doing what you know is right. You know what is the right thing to do. Listen, this is not some kumbaya, all-come-together moment. This is no Pollyanna, don't-ask-questions kind of thing. This is just a call to do the right thing. You know what to do. Did you know that as of Monday, 32% of adults in the United States had been given at least one shot of a vaccine? You contrast that, Canada is at 15%. The President of the United States, Joe Biden, announcing on Tuesday, you may have heard this, all American adults will be eligible for the vaccine by April 19th. Meanwhile, on this side of the border, we just look on somewhat jealously. Well, some of us are not just looking. Some of us are deciding to do something about it, and that is to head south and get an injection, if you can. Martin Firestone is a travel expert and joins me now to talk more about it. Hi, Martin. How are you? I feel good. You know what? I'm just putting the negativity aside for three to four weeks. Then it'll come back. But I'm good right now. That's good. Let's talk about how many people do you think are actually heading south of the border to get a vaccine? Well, we had, I'll call it, three waves of travel insurance, for lack of a better word, in November. Uh, 30%, let's say, of my clientele headed south. No vaccine was even invented at that point, so they were just bubbling down south to avoid the cold winter. January, when basically Governor DeSantis said Canadians, non-residents of Florida, were eligible, age 65 and older, a whole bunch of people started heading south and received both doses, and they're now living a very happy time down there and enjoying themselves. And only recently, in the last week or two, are we getting the remaining amount that say, you know what, I'm not sitting around and waiting for four months to get my second shot. I had my first, but I'm going down there for my second shot. And that's what we're seeing happening right now. What are the insurance implications of that, Martin? There's none at all in the sense that they have to still purchase travel insurance. And I highly recommend they do take the COVID rider on top of it because I don't think there's any guarantees that whether you get one injection or even two at this point, you are COVID-free, per se. So I still think you need to have the proper insurance. My fear and my only fear from day one has been access to the hospital for the normal things that can go wrong when you do travel. Heart attack, stroke, slip and fall, broken hips. So that was my reason for not recommending travel. Now you're starting to find people that are saying, I'm just going to go down for the second shot and I'll be right back after that. And that's what's setting up to be a most interesting story. Hmm. Oh, so people are just, they're saying, already I got my first shot here, but I'm not waiting, waiting the four months. I'm, I'm booking it down south. Correct, because the, the drug manufacturer has still yet to suggest that anything past three weeks they're going to agree to. So, yes, we have many people, uh, epidemiologists and all that, are saying four months will be fine. But a lot of them are saying, you know what, and what if it's not? Then my first shot might have been all for naught. So I want to head down now and get the second and know I'm fully covered and I have the highest immunity possible. And is everybody heading to Florida, all your clients, or, or is it a variety of states? And, and do you know if there's a difference between state to state about who can get a shot where? Yeah, 
this much I can answer you to the best of my knowledge. I still believe you have to be uh, a, a landowner or have a lease agreement or something to that effect in Florida to be looked after. I don't think you can take a jaunt just to Buffalo or to Michigan unless you are a dual citizen to be eligible for any kind of shot, whether it be first or second. So it still is first and foremost that snowbird who was going to Florida, Arizona, Palm Springs, anywhere where they would have normally gone from November to April and can prove some kind of ownership or leasing uh, ability, that's who can get it now with no questions asked. By the way, it's very open at this point. Speaking with Martin Firestone, who's a travel expert, those who are just deciding, like, I'm just going to go down there for a a short period of time, get that second shot and come back, uh, obviously they still then have to to adhere to the uh, self-isolation, possibly might have to actually go to one of those federal hotels. Yeah, that's that's what's most interesting now and will be the precursor to the vaccine passport idea that we could talk about. And that is that the insurance companies and government are not recognizing the fact that all these snowbirds have had two vaccines and want to head back now. They're saying to me, do I still need to do that hotel quarantine? Do I need to quarantine 14 days? The answer is yes, yes, and yes. A negative COVID test, hotel quarantine, and then the remaining 14 days in your home are all still mandatory regardless of whether you've had one shot, two shots, or no shots at all. Uh, and Martin, as you raise the point, a travel vaccine, where do you stand on that? With respect to a vaccine passport, I mean, I think it's going to be a way of life, especially with travel. So I think countries will all be in cahoots and suggest that to get on that plane, to land in my country, you are going to have to show me proof of vaccination. Mm-hmm. Whether it takes on an even stronger presence, such as cinemas, sporting attractions, pubs, this is going to be the real gray area morally and ethically. I think that's going to be a real problematic situation. What's funny about that, about the vaccine, is that, you know, we we already see the numbers of Canadians who already have two doses. I mean, it's not huge, but there are. Um, And and we don't have any program at all. It seems like like we're not ready to even institute anything like that in, in the kind of time frame um, that would make it, you know, worthwhile for Canadians, let say, later this year. Yeah, we're not even close. You know, what has to happen in chronological order is that border's got to open. And that has been closed since March of 2020. And each and every 21st of the month, it just gets extended another 30 days. And quite frankly, I don't see it getting uh, open in April 21st, May 21st, or even June 21st. So with that closed, we don't even, we're not even close to vaccine passport discussions at this point. Right. That, that is a good point. Martin, thank you so much. Uh, so fascinating. I really appreciate you coming on today. Thank you for having me. This is Martin Firestone, who's a travel expert, talking about uh, the number of Canadians who, if you have a lease down there in Florida or if you own property or maybe you're a dual citizen, maybe you're just heading south of the border to get the, uh, the vaccine, maybe the second shot.